The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Stefan Ward-Wheaton. YOLO. And Susan Timberlake. Hey there. <laughs> uh, with the inimitable Mr. Roberts running the board. Hi. Dr. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> That's a Beatles reference. Beatles but reference. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're reaching there, buddy. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not reaching that far. It's a deep cut, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Well, he'll make you well, so I guess that's good. Yes, he will. So before we get into talking about politics and other such stuff, I should mention that we'd love to hear from you, and you can contact us in a few different ways. The first is you can email us, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, on Facebook, we are facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. That's our community there. On Twitter, it's at civilpoliticsfm. And finally, we do have our own website, which is named very, uh, very uh, surprisingly, civilpoliticsradio.com. <laughs> and you can uh, see links to various stories we talk about there, uh, some maybe companion pieces we write sometimes, and uh, also uh, catch recordings of previous episodes of the show. Or if you're in the future, a recording of this show. Wow. Just blew my own mind. So, Dude. Dude. <laughs> so, um It's been that kind of week yet again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh I I'd like to to start off uh like not talking a lot about maybe even not at all about just the ongoing saga of uh investigations and bizarre denials and 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 uh Awkward congressional uh, questioning of uh, figures in the current administration. Um, All the other media is covering that. They don't. We don't need to, right? I, I <laughs> well, also, well, I talk about it more honestly if I felt like I had anything to say. <laughs> like I, I, I don't think I have anything to to, to observe uh, that hasn't already been done. Like it's this is really weird and bad, <laughs> and it's a problem that the that the presidential administration we have seems to uh might be involved in something really corrupt and dishonest and we don't know and they seem to be working hard to prevent people from finding out and that's bad i just realized the other date you know we were talking about 50 years ago but 45 years ago was watergate so it's in the same window as yeah. that mm-hmm. other thing we're going to talk about so. yeah so yeah so you're right i i, I want to pivot and talk about s- some other things uh because uh uh, well, today uh, we're doing this. It's uh, uh, right in the middle of June, and uh, it's the 16th today. And coming up on Monday is Juneteenth, June 19th, uh, which is, uh, uh, of course, the birthday of a friend of mine. Hi, Leela. But also, uh, <laughs> much more importantly in American history. Glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I just it's possible she'll actually hear the show, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we'll have those little fruit That's jars. That's how I feel, too. Yeah, yeah. Where they talk about, oh, and Mary Jo made it to 102. Yeah, yeah, Joe exactly. in Texas is 100. Never mind. Yes, yes, I'm Willard Scott. <laughs> I'm wearing a terrible jacket. You just can't see it. So, anyway, um, and there's a high-pressure system coming through. So, um, Good Lord. So Juneteenth is uh, the day, uh, June 19th is the day in 1865 when uh, word of the emancipation of uh, uh, the slaves in America, uh, I sort of reached, I guess, like the last, I don't, well, actually, I don't know if it was like the absolute last place, but it, it's, a, it's a famous date uh, because the Union Army brought the word of emancipation to Galveston, Texas. Um, I, the quick research I did, I'm not entirely sure if it's just about the, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation, because as far as I can tell, like uh, about uh, 21 states, uh, maybe, maybe I'm misremembering, but like a number of states had ratified the 13th Amendment by that point, uh, you know, uh, ending slavery in the United States. So that... And they didn't know in Texas that it was the Union Army you were saying? Yeah, they had this, <laughs> I mean, you know... Uh, uh, there were telegraphs, but if the lines had been cut and people didn't want to spread the news, so didn't report the news. Well, the South yeah. was also it was still contested territory. Um, you yeah. know, the the Emancipation Proclamation was sort of notionally binding for the Southern states because they were in revolt. So they yeah. had it since 1863. Yeah, since, yeah. So um, yeah, exactly. For that first period after it had been formally enacted um, in Washington. And Juneteenth sort of marks the point at which it actually became the the law of the land for yeah. the whole yeah. country. And the people knew about it, which yeah. is... Yes. The, the yeah, and, and, and my understanding is that for a long time it was... I don't, I don't know if it's how if it's got any real history as like an official government holiday around the country, but um, it's... it's John long, is shaking his head no over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I... I, I <laughs> It's it's long been uh, a major holiday in you know the African American community and a date that uh, you know has a lot of resonance for for them and I think deserves wider uh, wider renown and and celebration here in the United States as well you know just for everybody you know not just for people of color but people like me so so I mention it especially because uh, it's. It's good to remember in its own right, and then, you know, there's there's relevant news. Um, the jury in, also, sorry, really quick. It's please. June nineteenth. Yes, if, if that wasn't said before. Uh, um, thank you. Yes, I, I, it's, I'm, it, it's it's not just a random teen date yeah. in June. It is specifically June nineteenth, <laughs> which is this coming Monday. But it's shorted like short, shortened like Halloween is from Old Hallows Eve. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a shortened name. I was incorrect. Uh, yes. Let's see here. In 1980, Texas was the first to establish Juneteenth as a state. 1980. Texas was the first state to establish Juneteenth as a state holiday under legislation. Uh, and by 2008, nearly half of U.S. states uh, uh, observed the holiday as a ceremonial observance. So, and. May to, as of May 2016, when the Maryland legislature approved official recognition, 45 of the 50 states in the District of Columbia have recognized Juneteenth as a state holiday oh. or or ceremonial holiday, yeah, a day of observance. Mass, I don't think Are we one of those states? Have, I don't think so, because we would know about mm. it. 
I would we? One would think. Would um, we really? I, I honestly <laughs> don't know that I would. Western Mass Boston would never tell us. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> All right, you guys out there, just ignore what we're I, doing. No, I, 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 I don't just... Don't get me started uh, according, to, according to the Great Wiki, uh, the states <laughs> did, that do not recognize it are Hawaii, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Oh, so we recognize oh, it, but oh, we New, don't oh, New talk Hampshire. about it. Oh, New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Live free or die. Um. Uh. Some restrictions apply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be that kind of evening. Uh, yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, as you said, Sue, um, there's been some recent news of late. Oh, yeah, just as I was coming over and I yeah, knew yeah, you guys yeah. were looking up and it I, was... I, I don't remember what state it was. Was it Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. St. Paul. A jury just acquitted uh, the, the, the policeman who shot Philando Castile. And right. that was the one that was uh, live streamed on mm. the, his wife's phone. Facebook Her- Live, yeah. yeah. Geronimo Yanez, the, po- yeah. the, the police officer who yeah. shot Philando Castile, has now been acquitted. Yeah, and that just happened as we were coming into the station. And, you know, it's one of those ones he, he supposedly told the policeman he had a gun. He was reaching for his registration, and the policeman... Well, it, it's not just a, an audio recording it's a captured video. him saying that yeah. to the officer, that <laughs> yes, he had a gun, yeah. and yes... Yeah, it was per- permitted, or whatever you call it, and sort of licensed in that state. Is, I forget if Minnesota's a licensed state. Anyway, he, you know, he was authorized to have it, and uh, he shot in front of his kid and his wife. Yeah. In his car. He was yeah. sitting in his car. Mm-hmm. Taillight? I forget what the actual original offense oh, was. I think it was Who a very knows. minor um, And stop. I th- I thought there was one police person that was a um, police officer that had been indicted and found guilty, and I was wrong because you were just telling me about the one where um, the fellow was going back to his car and she kept telling him to stop. And she Terrence Crusher? Yeah. Crutcher. Excuse yeah. me. Terrence Crutcher. Um, yes, that was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the police officer... Um, who had uh, killed him, who was an unarmed motorist, and of course African-American, is, um, has been found, has been acquitted. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and the last thing we have is it's the 50th anniversary of uh, Loving versus Virginia, which is when the Supreme Court in the U.S. made... Um, Actually, the 50-year anniversary of um, the beginning of the case, because it made the Supreme Court, I think, uh, a couple uh, of months yes. later, or yeah. they made the decision later. But this is when it went to the Supreme Court or started. So, And that was to um, this. I can't believe it's only 50 years ago. Of course, that shows my age. <laughs> but, you know, you, could, you couldn't marry in certain states. You couldn't marry somebody of a different race. Mm. And those, However, and they define the race. Not, it's not like there was a single definition of it. Not, and one drop uh, of blood. One drop of blood. One drop of blood. Uh, yeah. And how you prove that, I have no idea. Because <laughs> they didn't have very know. good science then, so <laughs> you just know. Well, and, and <laughs> I should point out that a- anti-miscegenation laws remained on the books in a lot of states. Oh, Massachusetts of, had one. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what Romney used when the gay rights, uh, gay marriage passed, because you didn't have to honor another state's marriage. And he went down that mm. route. He was trying to actually undo the Massachusetts uh, gay marriage law. And no, none of the legislature would let him get away with it. But it was still on the books. Yeah. That you, that you didn't have to honor another state's marriage. Or, yeah, right. well, but, but that's... Um, 
And you didn't have to marry that, them. That, wa- that, was, that wasn't about like state. trying to trying to undermine the Supreme Court, the Supreme Judicial Court here in this state. It was saying like a civil union from Vermont kind of thing. Like Massachusetts doesn't have to recognize that. Well, they were. He was using that same law. Yes. Yeah. And and it was another piece which was really tough on people because people came to Cambridge to get married when the law passed, and the Romney administration, my buddy, was saying that um, if your state doesn't recognize it, then we won't marry you. Mm. So people were, mo- you know, like not even moving here, but you usually you can go to it, like you can go to Reno and get married. You don't have to live there. You don't have to establish right. residency. Yeah, exactly. So, so they were using that because no other state recognized it. So only they yeah. were really well, getting ready to run for president. So. And it took South Carolina until 1998 and it took Alabama until two, the year 2000 to uh, amend their state's constitutions. Take it out. To, I mean, it was effectively useless at that point. I mean, it, it was, was unconstitutional. It yeah. was unconstitutional. It could never have been enforced. But still, it was on the books yeah. in those states until well within recent memory. So. <laughs> so speaking of laws that were just repealed, so this is a totally minor thing or whatever, but apparently uh, Canada has repealed laws that there are, have been on the books for some time about uh, banning uh, witchcraft and dueling. Oh. What? Yeah. So the reason oh. they did that Religious is because... Religious freedom for witchcraft or something? That was argument? part of it. And yeah. also just, you know, like like the, the, the when the law had been used at all, like in recent memory, it was basically as a way of prosecuting people who were like claiming like, oh, I will use my psychic powers to bring you wealth. Just give me 50 bucks and, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing to use against scam artists and whatnot. Uh. And, and Canada was like, other laws for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> fraud is illegal however you do it. <laughs> Killing people is illegal however you do it. So... Let's just clean this up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still boring. You know, I, I, I was hoping it would, you know, it meant like now that, you know, anybody from like the Harry Potter universe who comes and wants to sort of have a duel with wands in the, <laughs> in the common at uh, Mon- Montreal, well, uh, you know. They used to have to figure out which law applied when they did that, right? Oh, whether I it was the dueling one or no whether idea. it was the witchcraft one. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers spent a lot of money. No, I'm just kidding. There's all, there's, every state has its weird and kind of dumb yeah. laws. Yeah. In fact, or in country in the case of Canada, but yeah, whatever. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, they might as well be a state. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, states. What about um, uh, the vote in Puerto Rico? Ah, yes, the statehood vote. Yeah. Um, uh, they it's, they it's played in- with the ballot on that one. Well, right? the um, and I understand. I understand a lot of people boycotted the vote. They only yeah, had only twenty seven percent. They took a choice off the ballot. You yeah. had to either go for statehood or go for right. There, there was a third choice, which was keep it as it is. I forget what it was. Right. So it was like ma- maintain maintain territory status, become a state, or see, sue for independence. Yeah. Yeah, and they took one of the choices off. So did they? I didn't yeah. realize. I thought it was all three. Yeah, it was. It's sort of there's an asterisk next to that referendum. Yeah. I think for that yeah. for that reason. Um, but it. But 97 percent of the people who did vote voted to become a state. So yeah. Well, I think bankruptcy and all that stuff that they couldn't go through a proper yeah, yeah. bankruptcy mm. because they weren't a state and they couldn't take advantage of all the right. things that we have. They, they've been well. in legal limbo for a long time yeah. now, and. and, and 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 they get to vote for president, and then they'd actually have like like I don't know how many people in Congress, but it, like a, more than reps than because there's millions of people in Puerto Rico, so yeah. they get more. They certainly get more than like you know Montana or two or, senators, multiple uh, two senators, and I think four or five Congress people. people. I would think I would yeah. think at, at most three. Well, I don't know. We can look. You could look it up, I suppose. Oh, well, yeah. the av- the average. Um, let's see. But anyway, it's the point is. 
like you get clout when you can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, abs- you know? absolutely true. I don't true. know. Such gridlock. Maybe you don't want to. Puerto Rico has about <laughs> well, uh, three and a half million people. Well, that's got to be worth at least a couple. Um, of The average right? uh, congressional district makes up a between six hundred and seventy thousand and seven hundred thousand people. So, yeah, yeah that's a that's yeah. a that's a healthy chunk. Oh well, if it's seven hundred thousand and they've got three and a half million, that's five congressional seats, Four roughly. Sure, somewhere <laughs> <laughs> math. Yeah. Uh, basic, I, can't, I can't do it either. I just that's basic it. arithmetic, kids. Yeah. You know, but that's you the know, only kind of math I can do. <laughs> that's why my phone has a calculator for that. I think DC <sighs> also kids. should be allowed to come a state. But what will it do to our flag? I mean, that's so, so balanced with the thirteen, <laughs> you know, and the fifty stars. You know, we could enfranchise people, but it wouldn't be aesthetically <laughs> nice on our flag. <laughs> like, well, that makes sense to me. <laughs> well, uh, you well, know, also, you know also, what, Sue, you're right. So uh, here's what we'll do: we'll just change it to like. Well, like abolish North and South and just make it Dakota. Oh, perfect! That'll do it. And <laughs> why don't we just Carolina? Get rid of Florida. Right. <laughs> You're showing your bias. That's, that's <laughs> I'm not trying to hide my bias. <laughs> you, 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 you mean you mean like actually like cut it loose, like pull the linchpins like, out, like, like Bugs Bunny? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. The there it saw. is. The saw, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And actually, they could join Cuba because didn't we just reinstitute sanctions right. against yeah. Cuba? Or so, we did something to Cuba. Today. Right, they could form uh, f- Cuba floor or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is the kind of intelligent discourse that gets people listening to civil politics <laughs> here on Valley Free Radio. Oh man. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys want to want to want to pivot a little? Or Stefan, were you saying something about states still? Or no, oh, just that it's you know. It, I can't believe no. DC I mean, is the, the, not the, represented. I just feel the need to say that the obvious um, tacit restrictions to admitting uh, Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. to statehood is that there's a lot of brown people in both those places. And that ain't going to sit well with some folks who sit in uh, congressional uh, seats. No, no, don't go all Southern on this. Nah, well. I think people that want to share power or take on um, any debt or anything. Well, I think that's (laughs) that's valid in in Puerto Rico's case. Washington, D.C., though. But realistically, think about this. They're going to change the gun Think about this. If if Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico became states. Maybe Guam also. Well, let's just say those two right now. Yeah, yeah. And they each get two senators. That's going to add four senators who are probably all going to be Democrats to the Senate. And suddenly you're going to go from it being like, Mm -hmm. you know, 52 to 48. It's going to be 52, uh, uh, you know, 52, (laughs) 52. Right. It's going to be like automatic deadlock. Yeah. Good thing they can't gerrymander states. I don't think that the. um, Not like that. Not in the Senate. (laughs) I don't think Puerto Rico would be completely Democratic, though. It's kind of conservative in spots. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, the, the, the Republicans like could certainly try and make inroads, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, there's a there's sort of a they uh, could. I think with the way the current Republican Party is going, exactly, it would be a very tough sell. Right, and I'm just saying, like, so the current hey, even rep- Republicans don't want to join the current Republican. Never mind, I won't yeah. say that. No, <laughs> well, I, I've, valid I've, point. I, I've been wondering about that. <laughs> um, so actually, so I, I one of the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, wow, we're plugging through our time here. Mm. <laughs> but I wanted to talk a, a bit about um because as 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 we mentioned, and I, I think we're all in agreement that like, gosh, we don't know what to say about all these scandals and investigations. But what we maybe we can talk about and perhaps say something interesting about are 
how what the government is actually doing because we do still have a government and it does still do stuff. Oh, and mm. it's passing laws. Yeah, yeah, it's passing laws. Well, let's let's focus for a moment on the executive branch. We can talk about Congress in the second half of the show. But um, I was particularly interested. Um, there were a couple of things. One, um, and I mean, I'm, I'm getting all my news from you know proper left wing propaganda sites. You know, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> Secretly, I uh, have pictures of Joseph Stalin behind the masthead. You know, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so I, I saw you at the I, no, meeting. No, you're the supposed other to day. say "Da Tovarish. <laughs> Comrade. <laughs> they said in unison. <laughs> Tovarish is the original Russian. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, weird Russian connection, huh? I guess Putin really is a puppet master. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, one thing that really struck me is. Um, President Trump has apparently decided that General Mattis, or no longer General, Secretary of Defense James Mattis, should decide what troop levels are appropriate in Afghanistan. He and just do it. And then just do it. Yeah. yeah. Just don't bother involving him anymore. Just figure it out. And, like, it's one thing to say, you know, here's the plan. Figure out how many people we need for that. And tell me what it is. And tell, and tell me what it is. And, and then I I'll approve it. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, President Obama did that. You know, and President Obama... And they gave him the wrong answer, and he sent him back to the drawing board for the surge. Right, yeah. right. Well, it also, uh, you mm. know, like, we were up to 100,000 soldiers there at one point in his tenure. What are we now, 12? 8,000? I think 8,000. Uh, eight, um, maybe it's 12,000, but I think it's 8,000. Anyway, the, the, the point is... Um, like, not only did he, like, set limits, also when he said, like, at some point these people are going to start coming home, they actually started coming home. He, like, he actually, you know, drew down forces as he had said he would do. So uh, that's unusual. Um, so do we still have a civilian control of our military? Well, that, that's part of the question. And hmm. also, you, you know, like, like, I understand we were talking about uh, uh, the the Civil War era just a moment ago. So one of the things that's very noteworthy, I think, is you look back at that time, Abraham Lincoln certainly was a commander-in-chief who was interested in the progress of the war and got reports and wanted to know what was going on. But he set general objectives, and he spent a lot of time, you know, going, you know, sort of cycling through commanding officers, trying to find a general who would actually get the job done. Oh, God. But once he, you know, once he found, you know, General Grant, he was like, okay, here's what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. Win the war, you know? And Grant went out and did it, you know? So, I mean, there's, a, there's, there's definitely a lot of latitude for underlings to carry out a war. And I don't, like... You know, I'm a huge critic of Donald Trump, but I don't expect him to understand how to prosecute a war or manage a counterinsurgency or anything like that. I mean, I don't know how to do that. Why would he? That's fine. But he's not even saying, like, this is what we're trying to achieve. He hasn't set mm. any kind of goals. Wait till it goes south. <laughs> and then it, Trump it, will be go, Mattis. It's already going south. Yeah. That's the point. Well, yeah. I meant that Trump will be able to say, you know, well, oh, I, I didn't set the, Trump, the troop level. It'll be like the Yemen uh, <laughs> yeah. debacle yeah. just after he As, took How's that going to play with Trump's brand, though? Because he's yeah. Mr. I, I take charge, I get things done, I cut deals. Yeah. I can't tell. I don't, I, well, I, if it gets well, it done, then it will probably be fine. If it gets it done. But if it doesn't get it done and things do turn south in yeah. Afghanistan. I, and I don't think it will. But, but like, I just don't understand how this can possibly... Uh, you know, how, how we can possibly See, let this go. presidents that do that might not actually announce it. 
presidents that have done something more closely to that mm. might not actually tell everybody that's what they're doing. They just say to General Mattis, you know, I, I again go I with c- what you think is right. I can understand that, but uh, like, 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 you need if you decide you need more troops, go get them. I can understand that, but like he's like he hasn't said like. Mm. What we are trying to achieve in Afghanistan is oh yeah, no policy statements or well we we and don't have we haven't had a, a like a definite policy in Afghanistan for a, I mean a, a seriously articulated one that has you know a approachable and achievable end goals for a while. I mean, this, this was going back to did, the surge. I remember Chuck Hagel going off on some yeah. rant in the Senate, you know, defense. I think it was defense committee. About how there wasn't even, you know, the idea there was basically that you'd sort of flood the zone, to use football parlance, and, you know, you'd kind of basically affect a counterinsurgency by by just sort of shooting uh, troops in there. And, you know, and there and there was, I mean... There's a lot of payments that went along with that surge. Well, yes, there were but, a lot. Of, yeah, yeah I mean, we, we paid people off money, in, in, right. in certain measure. But this has been... And this this is part of the wages of of our you know our entrance into the Middle East since two thousand three. There's never really been a coherent strategy that makes sense and that has an end game that seems achievable. And every administration that's tackled it has basically been trying to Contain. mitigate the the damage that previous administrations have done with their strategy, and also to try to just contain the level of chaos right. that is just ambient and just seems to be getting worse and worse. Right, and 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 you know, I think President Obama tried to do that. He said, "Well, all right, well, we're going to try and in, try and create sort of a stable civilian, secular government in Afghanistan. We're going to try and support that and let the people there do it." And it's not happening. Yeah, and get rid of Karzai. And, right, right. Yeah. And, and it's not happening. And I think he's like, all right, you know, I mean, Nawaz Sharif is – no, is that's, that's uh, Pakistan. Sorry. Um, right. So, you know, I like, I think President Obama was right to say, look, if we can't – like, we've been here for years. If we can't make this work, then at some point we just got to say, like, well, screw it. We failed and, and just leave. Declare mm. victory and leave, right? Declare yeah. victory. <laughs> no, that's, that's the American way, right? <laughs> so, however you want to do, we won. Goodbye. <laughs> H- however you want to do it, like I like, just whatever you know. Like at some point, like I I don't even know what we're trying to achieve there. So well, we're not trying. We're we're, we're in a holding pattern. This is right. this is what drives me nuts about our our sort of. And this is this is maybe sort it's of being why driven I'm, by the defense spending. Well, 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 yes, exactly. We we feel a need to well, project power right across well, <laughs> around the world. Wait, so are you, that you, money. you are you suggesting that like like we're our involvement in in, in Afghanistan level is, funding for defense contractors? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't. I I, I don't uh, think you're making I'm a half, point. I'm I don't know kidding. if that's true or not. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, we well, don't. And, and don't forget, like another thing that just struck me about the Trump administration is. I don't even understand what the heck's really going on with Qatar, or Qatar, mm. Q-A-T-A-R, right? Um, which is a small Gulf state, and some it, people call it gutter. Yeah, there's <laughs> been a huge. No, they will. They yeah, do. Yeah, they yeah. do. It's and there's very been a guttural. Sh- there's been actually. a sudden. I didn't mean that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. gutter, 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 gutter. You know, depending exactly. Which yeah. I, I'm a Yankee. I don't know how to pronounce things. <laughs> so um, when you when when you're pronouncing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what, me? No, what accent was that? Just, just trying to do something nasal. Okay. 
you know. <laughs> I'm a Yankee. We talk through our noses. When, know. when, when. <laughs> pro tip for the audience: when you're when you're um, reading sort of uh, Latinization, Latinized uh, Arabic words or yeah. words that come from that region, you see a Q. Move that tongue to the back of the throat and go. It's not. It's not like a K up. You know, sort of in the middle. It's a Qatar. Qatar. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Stefan. <laughs> I, I took Arabic for like a year and a half. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> that's high school. That's so. 18 months more than myself. <laughs> so, so when we're invaded, I'm going to be your friend. Yeah, I, I'm terrible. Huh? What, was what was her name? <laughs> I wasn't that lucky. <laughs> no, I just took it for academics. I oh, it was really? Cool. Okay. For you. We yeah. believe you. I don't want to lose this point. A couple of months ago when Mattis was appointed, mm-hmm. um, I read his book from the previous summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, Elizabeth Warren had quoted from it when she inter- you know, interviewed him for the job, you know, in their right. in yeah. their confirmation hearings. And he was very explicit about the need for civilian leadership in oh. the military. Yeah. And it reassured her and a lot of other things yeah, in yeah. his book. He He's was an editor, but he also I- wrote a couple of... If you're going to cut funding for, d- for diplomacy, you need to buy me more bullets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but just that, that sort of why, um, why it's so important. Anyway, I just leave it yeah. out there. We have the link, actually, to the book, I think, from a couple of months ago. So. Okay. Well, we can... But we it's can. good if you're worried about who Mattis is, well, which I, I'm not too worried about. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried about General Mattis being like a, you know... General Jack D. Ripper from Doctor Strangelove or whatever, you know, <laughs> or, you know. Actually, I'm, I trust him a lot more than I do Trump. I've, I've, fair enough. But I, I guess for me, the issue is just like who's actually making these decisions for like the whole what is the United States doing? And I think there's more to say about this, but we I'm getting the sign that we should perhaps take a quick break and play some PSAs and other required announcements. So this is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. We'll be right back. In just a moment. Don't go away. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Hi, I'm Charlie. I fight fires and I save lives. My name's Renee. I'm a cardiologist. I save lives. My name's Anthony. I'm an EMT. I save lives. You don't have to be a professional to save a life. Firefighters, doctors, and others save lives. You can too. Don't wait. To learn more about the warning signs and how you can help prevent suicide, visit save.org. In a crisis, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Hi, this is Wendy, host of Subculture, a music show featuring new wave, electronic, indie, and funk. Join me Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or tune in from anywhere by visiting our website at valleyfreeradio.org. If you miss Subculture on Fridays, don't worry. You can hear it again from midnight to 2 Sunday mornings. Thank you for supporting Valley Free Radio. Forbes Library offers free access to computers, and now they are equipped with tools to make them easier to use if you are blind or have low vision. When you come into Forbes Library, you will find computers with JAWS screen reading and magnification software installed. Trained library staff are available to get you started. These services were brought to you with federal funds provided by the Institute of Museum and Library Services and administered by the Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners. Call 413-587-1012 to find out more. 
I'm Rachel Maddow with the Pioneer Valley Planning Commission and the Franklin Regional Council of Governments for Valley Free Radio. Reminding you that legally, bicycles are vehicles and bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities and should observe the same rules as motorists. For more information on bicycle rights and safety, go to www.massbike.org. I Heart J-Rock with DJ Sakura is on Saturday mornings at 12 to 2 a.m. on WXOJ LP 103.3 FM in Northampton. And you can stream us on valleyfreeradio.org. I Heart J-Rock will be playing rock music from Japan, uh, J-Rock, J-Pop, and some DK. Uh, if you like that stuff, give my show a listen, please. And also follow me on Twitter at DJ Sakura 666. Thank you. K-pop. Cool stuff. Well, we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still with uh, Sue Timberlake and Stefan Ward-Wheaton. Hey, hey. And the board is now (laughs) operating itself magically without any human interaction. Uh. (laughs) Not possible in a volunteer (laughs) with old equipment. Right. We are indeed uh, a shoestring volunteer operation. Though uh, I will just say we had a a successful spring fund drive. Everyone who contributed, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, We had 98 uh, unique donors. So my my brother's estate contributed $980 to the the station. So. And thanks to the, uh, the, the folks who donated after the drive, too. We had a handful of those, yes. and it and was great. Please feel free to donate to us anytime, uh, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. We are happy to take donations any time of the year because none of us get paid. We all pay to be here, in fact. I just yeah. paid my annual dues. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, we just had uh, some shrubbery cleared away from the transmitter, so hopefully <laughs> yes. we'll have a clearer yes, signal. Did. Right? <laughs> and, <laughs> or whatever that is. Excellent work, Sue. It <laughs> yeah. sounds almost... Uh, so, how so, it is, so, yeah, it's tough. You'll hear it once in a while when the tree limb blows, right? right. And the, we the, snipped it. <laughs> hopefully that will improve the quality of our sound for all of our listeners and thanks to cotton tree services one of our underwriters yes. for their yeoman work they did great yeah. work i'm very happy with it and so. we have modern um you know it's a it's a microwave beam that goes over to where our um, tower is so it's not like we're the secret know. nsa uplink <laughs> you fool you're not supposed to mention that oh crap <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so uh, let's let's pivot back. I just uh, I know we want to talk about Congress and healthcare and 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 financial reform and sanctions. We could go all night talking about this. We could, <laughs> but I I just want to say like I'm just really stunned at how bad just in terms of actually running the government. I mean, aside from all these scandals and nonsense and whatnot, mm-hmm. that 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 President Trump. Is proving to be because I don't understand the whole sort of furor, the diplomatic rupture that's occurred between Qatar and other states like Saudi Arabia. We blockaded and them. That's what we're actually doing is blockading Qatar. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? And 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 like because they've like tried to play both sides against the middle, they've tried to sort of, you know, act like almost like sort of a Switzerland in the area and yeah. like maintain at least some Take kind the of money. Oh no. Well, well, <laughs> maintain no. some kind of yes, I think so. But I mean, maintain <laughs> some kind of relationship with the Taliban. Uh, uh, when other Arab states won't want to talk to them yeah. and, and so forth, which is, you know, problematic, I suppose. And I don't know. I don't pretend to understand it all. But President Trump, like within the past week, de- denounced them as a funder or supporter of terrorism. Yeah. And yet a couple of days ago, we just we signed the them. deal to sell <laughs> yeah. them $12 billion worth of F-15 uh, uh, fighters. 
prestidigitation. Watch this hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch what I'm doing over here. Mattis and Tillerson no, it, both spoke out and said that we need to take it easy on the blockade because we have our base there. Right. And yeah. then, uh, like we have our large, we have the Central Command Air Force base there. Psychological term, um, cognitive dissonance. dissonance? Yes. <laughs> yep. So I just, I just don't understand. Like, like if they're a supporter of You're terrorism. You're supposed to. <laughs> it's beyond the ken of mere mortals like ourselves. I don't, like I don't know that they're trying to flimflam me. I think there's just there's just chaos, and they don't know what they're doing. Uh-huh. Like <sighs> somebody got money. Well, I think this Follow actually money. this kind of reflects <laughs> a, lot of money. a lot of you know the sort of dual track. On the, on the one hand, we have sort of ideal our governments have ideological commitments and and policy commitments. On the other hand, and real commitments. <laughs> yes, but on the other hand, we do good business and. You know, we that's don't want to stop that. Again, isn't, you know, that's the, isn't the business yeah. of America business? Oh, that's what you... <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. That was Hoover, right? Uh, President Hoover? No, it was... Uh, it was our own Calvin Coolidge, Calvin as I recall. Calvin Coolidge from oh, Northampton. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you will see that in Northampton, too. The business of Northampton is, you know, restaurants and... Well, our business is business. So uh-huh. long as you uh, play ball, everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Interest, interesting, and that wasn't the exact quote, because I've learned that's not perfect to what he actually said but i think I it's distilled I, kind yeah. of yeah. here's the thing he probably didn't actually say anything he probably just sort of <laughs> waggled his eyebrows because he's silent cow, <laughs> silent right? cow. Yeah, yeah you know well it was a, it was a quote and it's a, there's a nuance and i you know i at another point in time i could have told you what the nuance was but it's that's what everybody says the business of yeah. america's business but part of it is that is look look at what we're doing we're revving up business we're 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 trying to heat up the economy i mean that is you know, take off, you know, don't spare the horses, you know, just get it, get it going. I, I Yeah, okay. I, I just, I don't know what to make of this. I really just don't know. Laissez-faire capitalism? Well, again, we have this incoherence in our policy towards the region, and I yeah. think that facilitates this kind of, of uh, I guess, double speak, but it's also, you know, double walleting. It's, uh, I guess <laughs> our pocketbooks and our words go in different directions. Well, it's almost like Casablanca. You guys told me that quote. I actually have seen it now. I hadn't seen it. But really? <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen it until really? recently. I saw Citizen Kane just this past week for the first time. Oh, my I've, goodness. I've I always wanted to that. see both of them, but, yeah. you know, your life you gets away from you. never saw Casablanca? Wow. I never. Well, I did more recently, but I hadn't. But where he says, oh, I my. I never have. Mm. Okay. I've never seen it. Civil politics movie But you movie know some night. of the words from it, right? Some of, of the sayings. Yeah. They're sort of in the I'm just a culture. poor, corrupt police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're winning, sir. Yeah. That's yes, where yes, I'm exactly. going with this is that. Oh, yes. I'm uh, shocked to discover there's gambling in this establishment. Yeah. yeah. People are taking their cut, and they yeah. simply don't talk about it. They simply make sure they get their cut, and that's what. I mean, to some degree, our President Obama yeah. did the same thing with the insurance companies when he took the single payer option off the table. Yeah. And he gave them lots and lots of members. Right. Well, and, and guaranteed, right? Because uh, that among was other things, their payment. He needed right. well, and he needed Joe Lieberman's vote. And <sighs> there's no way Joe Lieberman was going to let let his friends in Hartford God, down. Yeah, not being so. You know, we we're critical of it, but it is to some degree what happens in a capitalist society. You hope it's just explicit and you can see it. The problem is when it's. You know, behind the scenes and dark, and it's dark money. Exactly. I think. I, think I, I, that's I my agree. Opinion. I agree. And the, I mean, I think it's fair to say there's been some real incoherence. I mean, like, like rationally, Saudi Arabia should be, we should, should be on our enemies list. But they mm. got us through World War II. 
with their oil. Yeah, that was 70 years ago. And, Saudi Arabia and we also shook supplied their hand, mo- right? <laughs> Saudi Arabia supplied most of the people who did 9/11. Oh yeah. Yep. And a lot of their oh, there's a lot of money they, going what, out of there to support what, things like what, Al Qaeda. What what not, I forget the kind of Sunni um uh, Wahhabism, 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 the yeah. uh, the particular yeah. extremist, no fun, radical, <laughs> no fun, <fashion. laughs> yeah, Calvinism for Islamists, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what what what's the old line? I think it's uh, is it H. L. Mencken's line? <sighs> you know, Puritanism is the belief that someone somewhere the, the, might no, be having the, fun. the fear that someone somewhere might be having fun. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so. I don't know. I, I guess I don't have anything. Where do we go from here? I guess I don't have anything uh, anything uh, uh, insightful to say. I'm just like, I don't get it. Why? Well, government no work and foreign policy bad. What? Genre, I hope you have that one queued up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be hearing that quote again. What? <laughs> oh, no. I don't really listen to you Engineers guys. asleep at the wheel. Why? We've babbled it, so much. I just, I just listened to when you're yelling and... and it's messed with the mics. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it, 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 it. It's it's not like he's recording the show, and we'll listen to it later. So, did the Georgia uh, election happen yet? The, that's uh, the twentieth. Twenty. Oh, so it's that has coming up next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I'm sure we'll have plenty to say. And about uh, it the next week. I don't remember the name of the woman. I think is it Karen Handel Karen who's Handel. running against yes. uh, Ossoff. That's right. But she uh, she just reaffirmed very publicly her opposition to uh, gay adoption in Georgia, which is. Uh, Sort of seen as like given the district that that they're they're running for, not the best possible move. Yeah, it, that would play better in because he's already ahead in the polls. Let's go the in the wayback machine to Governor Michael Dukakis, <sighs> who had written the law that allowed foster parents, gay foster parents, to have kids, and who revoked it when he got ready to run for president. What a change in 29 years. Yeah. Actually, that was probably 30 years ago. No, he wrote that we had um, gay adoption in Massachusetts. He sponsored it. No, I'm just saying his his candidacy for the presidency started 30 years ago. Oh, okay. 88. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about state. milestones. 88, yeah. Out it's of the state in 88 is what we used to say. Out yeah. <laughs> Those people that like good business and good practice. Well, he oh. was an honest man, though, I have to say, except for that. Mm. But that was, I mean, that's. That's Massachusetts, and now Georgia. Yeah. She's she's doing a similar thing, probably. Right. She's. she's I mean, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm no, just explaining no, no. that she's, she's people staying do bad true things. to yeah. her her ideology and her beliefs. It's, well, and and and, the, and that's good. And the voters should vote accordingly. Well, I'm hoping they'll vote against her, but you and know. the fact that that might be a political miscalculation for her in. Georgia, where Atlanta is, like, <laughs> well, well, it's a district in Atlanta. They're they're north of they're in the ruby red. Well. But Ruby Red up until recently suburbs of Atlanta. It's yeah. starting to change, and that's the a lot interesting thing. people are thing. moving to Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta! Atlanta yeah. is the. It's in it's many like ways, Austin it's the Texas. preeminent urban area of the South, and yeah. uh, and it carries it's itself a, it's, as such. It's, it's a heck of a city. I've visited there a couple of times. I've been really impressed. And by FedEx it, for all you business people, that's where they have their their hub and figured out how to get things to everywhere in the country oh, overnight. I don't, I don't know anything about all that business stuff. I just know <laughs> that the, that the Yeah, folks... you're not a business owner or anything. <laughs> well, uh, I am, but I mean... Those, I, no, I'm joking. The, the, those nerds down in Atlanta throw a great party called Dragon Con every yeah, day. Yeah, oh, there they you do. go. There's the <laughs> That's what I know. And that <laughs> is, that's the really important thing about Atlanta. And that's the beautiful you need to landscape know. and the peaches. And, okay. But <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm just making the point that, look, I... What are peaches? What? <laughs> <laughs> Move into the country. Right. Eat a lot. Um... I we talk a lot about you know sort of our present morass. I think LGBT rights are one area where we have to kind of pat ourselves on the back 
We've for come, Massachusetts? The whole country. For the, the Supreme Court. The whole country has come a long way. Yeah. yeah. And it's That's sort true. of... I mean, Massachusetts can pat ourselves on the back for being first, but yes, you know. But it's been it's, and Margaret it's been Marshall, who helped make that happen, who was the Chief Justice mm. of the SJC. Yeah, actually came from South Africa. She's a <laughs> South African resident originally. Nice. Yeah, interesting how, how person. How poignant. Yeah, yeah, I think very poignant, and I think she moved. I think there's a whole story there which I don't know, but hmm. anyway. So yeah, how poignant. Yeah. So some of those yeah. crucibles make people of steel. <clears throat> True. So, yeah. so yeah. that uh, that Georgia election is going to send somebody to the mm. House of Representatives, which which either way won't do anything to really tip the balance. But uh, Congress uh, is trying to get something done before the Independence Day recess, yeah. particularly the Senate, where there uh, there's a lot of sort of closed door meetings by Republicans to draft even to the Republicans. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. and, and certainly the Democrats. <laughs> so like thirteen people, twelve guys. Yeah, com- committees aren't meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're going to produce a uh, a healthcare reform bill, uh, the of uh, uh, their version of the uh, AHCA, and they're going to have it then scored by uh, the Congressional Budget Office, and then I believe it will not go to any committees for discussion or amendmenting. It will just simply go to the floor, and there may not be even any floor debate. It's, I've heard rumors that Mitch McConnell's plan... No regular order, huh? Well, well yes. After he promised. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he's got tax cuts to, to provide. I for, think it'll go the... down in flames, and then they can move on. Can they move on? Yeah. Or, yeah. I know they're saying they tie it to taxes, but they don't, they don't, they don't need to do the health care bill. Okay, well, but I mean, well, to to, to to do tax reform, fair enough. But I mean, here's the thing: the like the Republican Party spent six years fulminating about Obamacare and promising to repeal it. Mm. Can can the Republican Party really look its base in the eyes and say like, yeah, okay, so we can do whatever we want, and yeah, we we kind of screwed this up and we dropped the ball or whatever. I mean, there's a state I forget if it's Kansas or. I forget which state it is, that has a waiver on the table that mm. will go under the new bill if there is a new bill. Iowa, and I it, think. And it's to expand Medicaid. Oh. Not mm. just to expand it, but to basically let you buy in. Mm. And it's a single payer with, I don't that like Medicaid, Kansas, but it's a single payer with Medicaid as the um, thing. So we'll see if Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like on the table behind the scenes. I, I know Iowa is uh, facing issues because I believe they uh, there's the possibility that there will be no insurers left in yeah. any of the state exchanges. And that's how you get to single payer. Yeah. I'm saying that as sort of a policy. Cut out the person. cut out the private market. And Let the, the market fail over. and then oh god, we have to rush in. We have to do something. Huh. And um that's kind of wh- how Romney Care came in because they were going to kill the Medicaid waiver and we we're going to lose all this money and that's why they wrote Romney Care. To, it was mm. the, was into the breach. Oh, interesting. So it was almost like a stopgap. It was measure. a stopgap, oh. and they they allowed it because there was a Republican in the you know as president and all that stuff. But I just want to say a quick thing Please. for those of us in healthcare. HCA, which is what they call the Senate bill or AHCA. Yeah. HCA has always stood for Hospital Corporation of America and the beginnings of the corporatization of American medicine. So it's really strange Interesting. to but hear them the saying, yeah, yeah, it's sort of like saying DOA. Most people think that means dead on arrival, but yeah, yeah, you know when you use an acronym that's already known right. in the f- 
the field. So yeah, well, I think this bill should be DOA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it might be. I might be wrong. But this Iowa thing is a is a hook. So if they come uh, out and, with and something, I, I, you and I may be thinking of different states too. Yeah. So I I yeah. don't know. I just but know if, that Iowa is facing a problem. And yeah. There's to a state it. that has a waiver that they've been working on with with the Republicans in the in the government and price mm-hmm. in particular. I do know, speaking of Kansas, that uh, the Republicans in the state Senate voted to raise taxes. Yeah. Republicans raising taxes. They, they broke uh, Brownback's veto, Governor Brownback's veto. Because the state has been in such a budget hole yeah. due to the administration of Brownback the and decisions. his allies yeah. And, yeah. and the cuts that have been made. Yeah. And, so. the, and the, the state Supreme Court ruled that like they had to provide more funding for the schools in the state because <laughs> that was their constitutionally mandated responsibility. Right. And so they had to get more money, and there wasn't any more money except by raising taxes. Do you so. think the indictments in Flint— for murder oh, over the water. I totally forgot the, to talk about those. Yeah. Have put the fear of God in uh, local governments and I, the shooting of the congressman well, but they're on, state the, indictments. on the baseball the, field, which well, we haven't talked about. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. But like the, the, the as far as the, 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 the Flint, Michigan the, thing, those are state indictments, not federal. I know. So I don't know how much – like those might put the fear of God in local authorities in Michigan. But I don't know how much that's going to matter nationwide. Well, I see nationwide. in Kansas that if they don't spend money on schools, that you know, right. the, the suits and the, the all that stuff, and they'll be personally liable. Well, but I but, mean, that's the that's the. Pierce. But I mean, again, that's that's like in terms of state law, that yeah. like each state is 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 own, has its own sovereignty and is a little different. Yeah. If this were a federal suit, that would be an, a, another matter. Yeah. True. But my understanding is the thing I think is kind of neat is like these are uh, people from I believe. Uh, Governor Snyder's cabinet. Like this isn't just like some right. some local county official. These They're are actually like him. state level, uh, uh, like the head of the state health authority. I think. Yep. I can't remember his name. But. Yep. And the um, interim manager, whatever they called him when they took out the all the government. Yeah. The I forget they called them the, the city the, manager. Yeah, the man the city town manager or whatever it is. Yeah, but oh. it's an appointed. You know, when they take it away from the government, then oh, they, and appoint, they yeah. appoint a yeah. um, unelected. Unelected. Yeah. 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 I know he's on the list, too. I forget what it's called, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Emergency manager. Emergency manager. It was an emergency, all right. (laughs) Well, they certainly created one. (laughs) Well, they really hurt a lot of people. And And it's funny because it's not— And they killed people. That's why this is not a crazy case. I mean, people died of Legionella, which is directly attributable to their decision to— uh, try and shift the, the water pe- supply around and privatize yeah, it. Yeah, you know, one or two people of Legion versus everybody being lead poison. I mean, I just think Oh, that's horrific. Yeah. But, right. But, but this is the one they have. This is the case they can bring. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... Like tax fraud for uh, Al Capone. Yeah. Well, and, but yeah. not just that. I mean, like, there's... It's very... Like, what's the harm? People died. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't get more stark than that. Like, do you have dead bodies... Yes. Do you have a clear ch- uh, chain of, of events leading to cause that? Yes. Is that clear chain of events started by their reckless decisions? Yes. At least that's that's the argument. And that's the kind of thing you can take to court, and that matters. And, and like, you know what happens in a capitalist world? The salaries for the local water department head go way up because they're responsible. And mm. it's probably a good thing that they go up and are, can compete with industry. For some of those jobs. Oh, right, right. Because they know that they can be sued and they have their ducks lined up and they don't make mistakes and they treat the water like they're supposed to and the pH is in the right range. And yeah. I mean, it, it... One hopes. I mean... It, well, it's kind of what happens. Or you get nobody for the job because right. they're afraid of the liability. Well, that's the Trump administration approach. <laughs> 
just have no one in the job just just <laughs> why appoint people you know it's just just more work uh, well there are a lot of uh appointments unfilled under yeah. this current administration so which is a, a different problem from the uh, last administration, where um, appointments were filled, but well, they were not made confirmed. Be seated, yeah, yeah, because they weren't confirmed. And they're not so. offering a lot of folks. They're not. Yeah. They're not putting them in the well, queue. No. And, and and I understand the like, uh, you know, I saw an article in Slate, which is, I mean, a good news source, but it still definitely has like a liberal slant. A slight bias. Slight. Oh, just a little bit. A, a, a slant. I mean, just a little bit. It's yeah. fun to read. It's like the Huffpo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I I like Slate, but they certainly had a the point nation. about. <laughs> uh, they had they uh, had an article I just read about um, how uh, uh, there've been a number of appointees uh, from Trump for various federal judgeships, and it's like you know one guy who called uh, Justice Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy a, a, a prostitute, and uh, another judicial fellow, temperament a problem, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, and another fellow who like. Uh, for years was blogging about how President Obama wasn't actually a U.S. citizen oh. and things like that. And it's like, <laughs> wow. So, like, <laughs> he's, he wants to appoint Orly Tates? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but effectively. <laughs> okay. Someone with those kinds of attitudes, but I guess a different resume. So, wow. yeah. And, and they're a young fellow. What, what, the, the blogger person, I think, is 38 or 39 mm. years old. So, about you right. know, I think the idea is like, oh, he'll be, he'll be affecting American justice for decades to come. Or at least that's, that's the, the, oh, you sneaky conservatives. You're trying to stack the court with young, young intolerant people and so forth. So. I just, um, just want to note that Congress seems to be turning against Trump a little bit. You think? Mm. Yeah, with the sanctions. The sanctions. Against Russia so that he can't overturn them. He's, oh. They've added new sanctions on Russia. Uh, oh. Putin is actually mad and made it so Trump can't overturn Obama's sanctions. They're going to stay in place. Oh, great. Um, you know, just a bunch of other little things. Yeah, I, I didn't the know. The expansion that of the investigation yeah. is huge. Yeah, I think. well, I, I didn't know that they had, had that. The, I'd heard they passed sanctions against Iran. I didn't realize they were also in the same bill with sanctions against they Russia. They were with Russia, yeah. And they, um, they're, they're pretty tough. They're pretty tough. So and that's that's both parties together, with and being able to sustain you know override of a veto. That's good. So mm. and the investigations and so on and so forth. So I do feel that they're covering There's a their tipping point. Yeah, at they're some covering point. themselves, and that's. Yeah. Are there are, so so you're seeing some some bright some little points of light in the, the tiny little shoots that are going to be crushed, but from the <laughs> from the Republican Party. I I see people moving and watching to see what's happening. You can feel it. They mm. they're they're po- politicians. They're going to move to right. the safe. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know the safe block of ice that they can sure yeah hang out on. So they're like, mm, okay, let's just move over here quickly before anybody sees that we were over there. Yeah yeah. <laughs> so I f- I feel it. I see it a little bit. But I'm also biased, like Slate. You know, I have a conservative bias. But yeah. I do I do think that they're watching really carefully. And uh, we'll we'll see how far. Well, I definitely hope you'll keep us posted because, like, when when things start to break, or to, to use the rats off a sinking ship metaphor, or whatever, you know, it's a classic. But like, <laughs> ships off a sinking rat, I think, right. is the metaphor. <laughs> well, w- w- when when a couple of uh, brave Republicans start to like test the waters a little bit, let us know because that's certainly well, um, you know, some have started to break ranks, and you're you're starting to hear from them. So, well, that'll be good news uh, potentially. Certainly interesting news. And uh, we've got to wrap up tonight with uh, civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. So uh, we'll talk more about that and <laughs> British elections and who knows what else next week. So um, that's all for now for tonight. Uh, Subculture is coming up next, so don't go away. And uh, thank you for listening. That's all for now. Good night.